Welcome back, everybody. How's it going? Sorry if I sound kind of weird today. I'm kind of battling a sickness right now, so I'm going to do my best to get through it. But if you hear my mic, my mic muted or if I sniffle or something, that's just what's going on. So welcome back to another podcast with Jim. We don't have a guest yet, but we're in the works of setting that up. So look forward to a uh, an interview show. should be a little more interesting. We can bounce some questions off people, ask their opinion on things, and kind of triangulate the conversation a little more so i think it'll be pretty interesting for the podcast yeah i like that idea so for today there's some interesting stuff going on around you know just the world and twitter uh the number one thing trending on twitter right now uh, of relevance obviously would be the trump pleaded the fifth today and when he got or he didn't plead the fifth today, but it was announced today in a statement that he made uh, that he pleaded the fifth when being under investigation by New York Attorney General. They're looking into his company for essentially like claiming that it's worth more than it actually is in order to get loans that they need, and in turn they would use that money for other things. Um, but obviously there's a lot of controversy around anything related to Donald Trump. So both sides are adamantly fighting to either hashtag Trump is guilty or hashtag Trump is not guilty. Um, And with his recent incident in his Marlaga home where he got raided by the FBI, which according to a statement is not connected to this New York Attorney General's investigation, it'll be interesting to see what's up for former President Donald in the upcoming weeks because it looks like the vultures are kind of circling. And with talks of him maybe suiting up for 2024 re-election campaign, this might put a dent in that. Like, depending on how hefty the fines come down are, if he has any jail time, like, those things will definitely matter. And it'll be interesting to see what happens to the landscape of politics in the United States if something like that happens. Because that's a serious thing. Like, if they go after Donald Trump and treat him, like, essentially like Richard Nixon... And, like, Watergate situation, like, literally go after him. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Alright, guys, sorry, little technical difficulties there, but we're back. Um, so, as I was saying, it'll be interesting to see with the government kind of treating the situation like a Watergate situation, how the rapport between the right and the left will continue to deplete as it has been in the past couple of years, essentially starting in, like, 2016. Um... Or what'll happen, because this will definitely shake the landscape of politics for a while. Yeah, it's crazy to see that maybe a, uh, I think Donald Trump, if he goes to jail, is the first ever U.S. president to go to jail. I think so, too. Cause, or at least after presidency. I don't know if it was, well, if there's been someone before. Because Nixon, I don't really know how that situation went down. He resigned, and then everything went all right, I think. So, because Trump went all the way with it, I wonder if these government co- these government organizations, FBI, CIA, I wonder if he rubbed them, rubbed, they, if they were rubbed the wrong way by Donald Trump in any way yeah. when he was going out. So, it'll be interesting to see. Another thing is, I mean, I don't, I don't believe in this or I don't have, a, I have an opinion, but the Department of Justice and the FBI, I believe, are under the White House, correct? I'm not sure. Because there are only... The three branches. three branches, so that's under one, and I believe departments are all under um, the White House. The so it could branch. be, 
could be a uh, conflict of interest here with the upcoming presidency, but I don't want to get into that. That would be Nor interesting. do I care about that either. I mean, he's had interactions with the FBI before. Like, he got oh, investigated yeah. by uh, a couple years ago for the Russian stuff. Yeah. And it was kind of, like, foggy about what came out of that. Like, I'm not too sure what we learned or did not learn. There was never, like, any decisive thing where anyone... I know everyone on the left was saying, oh, he's, we got him. And Donald Trump was saying, oh, I'm off, scot-free. There's nothing they can get me with, so... Yeah, you can see both sides of it online. Yeah, so you're still kind of in this, like, fog of information of what's going on. So it'll be interesting, but I was just surprised to see that trending today. That former president, two years after he's been out of office now, uh, is still trending number four on Twitter, so... <laughs> Impeached twice and about to go to jail. Impeached twice, might be jailed, and currently banned on the platform on which he's trending. So <laughs> that is just hilarious. But, so that was pretty much what's going on today. The other kind of news floating around is that uh, Kevin Durant is stirring up just more and more drama in this Brooklyn Nets situation. Um, the new report out Two hours ago, as of this podcast, uh, views that the 76ers in Philadelphia and the Celtics are his desired locations. So, it would be very interesting. Like I was telling you off podcast, Joel Embiid, the stunning center for the Philadelphia 76ers, all first-team NBA center, very good player, um, told the front office, like, do everything you possibly can to get KD here. Which the funny thing is, is that Philadelphia and Brooklyn have made a trade recently because James Harden goes, look, dude, I'm out. I don't want to play for Brooklyn anymore. Like, I'm done dealing with, waiting for Kyrie to come off of uh, off of his COVID situation. I'm done waiting for KD to keep bumming around with his injuries. I'm out. So he gets traded to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons, Andre Drummond, and then Picks. Well, now KD's like, well, I don't want to be here anymore either, so let me go follow James Harden <laughs> to Philadelphia. So if Daryl Morey somehow pulls the rug out from underneath Joe Sy, which is the owner for the Brooklyn Nets, and he somehow acquires James Harden and Kevin Durant, this will be interesting. Because yesterday, um, the owner for the Nets came out and said, like, which tanked Kevin Durant's draft stock a little bit, which was an interesting move, but he came out and said after Kevin Durant made the comment that he wanted the head coach and the general manager fired, the owner of the team came out and said that he's going to stand by the coaching staff and the management, and he will do what's best for the Brooklyn Nets. So he's putting his foot down, being like, Katie, you can't push me around anymore. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens, because this will definitely change the championship odds in Vegas and pretty much a lot of people's views on who the contenders are this year. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. It's fun to see all this. For sure. I love seeing the drama that goes down. And it always involves Kevin Durant recently. Every time we talk about something, it's like, oh, KD's back in the news for his most recent thing because there's nothing else going on and KD's the superstar of the league right now. So it's interesting to see when one of the players who's gotten literally everything he's wanted from day one from an organization to be like, yeah, I have built this team from the ground up, 
and I don't like how I built it, so let me take off. Enough is just never enough for them, you know? No, they always want more of the greedy little monsters. Um, so segueing into the topic that me and Jimmy are going to talk about today. Jimmy, do you want to explain it? So it's, this is a little more homegrown for you. Yeah, yeah. So um, Will came up with the idea. It's about uh, about nutrition today. Uh, just he'll be he'll be looking up, um, finding stuff online about what says is, what is healthy, and then I'll come from experience from my mother being a dietitian at a hospital, and then uh, comparing the two. Yeah. So the two. Things that I have pulled up, and I'll look up more as we go, because I'm sure there'll be more questions that I have um, once we go back and forth on this. But I have a fact sheet from December 7th of this year, or 2021, put out by the Biden administration, um, announcing their plan to, like, $11 billion plan over the next three years to help with global malnutrition. I don't know. Um, And then there's some more White House stuff that I'm going to pull up. But then I also have... Uh, the World Health Organization's Healthy Diet page. So we'll look at that and we'll go from there. So looking at the White House, actually we'll go to the World Health Organization first and see what they say. Um, A healthy diet is essential for good health and nutrition. Um, It protects you from chronic non-communicable diseases such as heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, eating a variety of foods and consuming less salt, sugars, and saturated Industrial produced trans fats are essential for healthy diets. Uh, a healthy diet comprises a combination of different foods, including staples like cereals, wheat, barley, rye, rice, uh, starchy tubers or roots such as potatoes, yams, um, legumes, which are like beans or lentils, fruits and vegetables, uh, and then foods from animal sources. So here in that basic rundown of like what they say, like what a healthy diet does for you and what what they say that you should have in a variety of a combination for a healthy diet, what do you think so far? So before I, before I, ex- what I think what I say, um, most of this is opinion-based and listening from my mother, um, her opinion as well. I mean, she knows a little bit more than me. Um, but straight off the bat, you said cereal. Cereal is like, I think, one of the worst foods to eat. Um, you gotta find, you gotta look where the money is. And Rockefeller, I believe, was super into funding uh, breakfast cereal. And he's also the one that funds a lot of medicine. Well, he's dead now, I believe. But yeah, I don't think Rockefeller's <laughs> still alive. But yeah, you gotta always find where the money is. But it's interesting that you say that because as a little kid uh, watching a lot of commercials, like a lot of the commercials that I still remember and like were reruns were the cereal commercials. Like those were huge. Yeah, you can you can imagine like the tricks, the, the Lucky Charms, Cookie Crisp, Cookie Crisp, like all those commercials. Like I still remember them. Like the Rabbit, the yeah, like you said, Lucky Charms, all those Fruit Loops. Yeah, and I wonder how many were grown on a farm. Or were they lab made? <laughs> I guarantee that there's nothing that comes out of any of the cereals that we just said that came from a farm. Yeah. Maybe maybe a couple grains of rice here and there. Yeah. To uh, meet FDA regulations, but I, I don't, I don't yeah. believe that there's probably a lot of nutritional value in a lot of those. Yeah, and another thing they didn't say on the list, and um, my mom, this is kind of like my own little thing that I've learned is there's no, it talks about animal products, but no meat. I don't think they said meat on that list, and I think red meat 
uh, like cow and uh, lamb especially are super healthy. Uh, and I'd say lamb meat for a reason because Jordan Peterson he, I believe, eats only lamb meat. Yeah, that's, I think that's his main diet. I think he's got like a really weird like eating disorder right now. Yeah. That like he has, he's on a carnivore diet, but it's only lamb. Yeah. So, it's very interesting. But it's it's interesting you said that because when I was reading it, I thought it was a little odd too that they said just food from animal sources, and they do they do say meat, but they don't specify like you said oh, red okay, meat. Okay. But they say meat, fish, eggs, and milk. Okay. Which. To me, milk was an interesting one to throw in there because yeah. I feel like milk's kind of a controversial one recently about like whether you should or should not drink milk because there's obviously like calcium and other stuff in milk that's really good for the bones. But yeah, we can we can hit milk. Uh, skim milk mm-hmm. is has is like terrible. Um, if you look at a chart, uh, raw so raw milk has been drinking by people. Mm-hmm. thousands of years i mean however however people have been alive and been uh, for as long as we domesticated cows yeah, yeah so you've been drinking raw milk but now it's it's all pasteurized i believe and it is safer um but it's not healthier if you look at a list between raw milk and uh pasteurized milk the the healthy ingredients are either destroyed or very very little and taking the fat out of skim milk I mean, that's just effectively water, I think. Yeah, like, what are you even drinking at that point if you don't, if you're not yeah. taking in the contents that milk is literally made for? Yeah. So I think if you want to drink milk, drink the vitamin D, the, the whole milk. That's the best way to do it. I've never had raw milk, but I really want to try it sometime. That'd it sounds disgusting, but... I, I don't want it, like, straight from the nipple of a yeah, cow. Like, yeah, yeah. That would be a little... Get gross. a little cold. I want yeah. to make it a little colder, but... Yeah, I'm sure there's a maybe a process for raw milk too. It's probably not just straight from the nipple, but maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. I've seen seen some videos of people taking it straight from the nipple, so they yeah. say it's fine. And there's there's lots of uh, like um, stories, like Zeus, I believe, when he defeated his father Thanos, uh, he lived off of milk and honey. Mm. But that's just a tale. That's a mythological a mythological tale. So. Was it Thanos? I thought it was Kratos. Kratos. Might be that. Yeah, I don't know. What else? Thanos is Avengers, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Kronos. Or Kronos. It's Kronos, you're right. Yeah. But that's interesting. And then, here, and then it lists useful information and benefits of doing so. Um, breastfeeding, okay, no, we're going to skip the breastfeeding section. Um, eat plenty of vegetables and fruit. They're important sources of vitamins, minerals, dietary fiber, plant protein, and antioxidants. People with diets rich in vegetables and fruit have a significantly lower risk of obesity, heart disease, stroke, diabetes, and certain types of cancers. Anything in there that you would add or argue? If you can grow it in your backyard, it's really good for you. Uh... Or if you can, if it's on a farm, like you can go to a local farm and find it, I think you should eat it or drink it. Um, so yeah, fruits and vegetables are good. It's just all the processed and packaged. If you can get in a package, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm sitting on a high, high throne here. I Jimmy, eat, Jimmy's not at <laughs> farmers market. <laughs> I, 
I yeah, I I eat a lot of unhealthy foods all the time. But um at least I I, I just I always check ingredients. I'm going to go grab something some of the ingredients just for a reference. No problem. You'll like this next section, Jimmy. This will be interesting. It's kind of right up your alley. Yeah. What's it about? Uh, oils. Oh, yeah. So that'll be interesting once we get to that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to grab the macaroni and cheese. Oh, let's see what's in the Kraft mac and cheese. Let's look at the ingredients on this puppy. This will be interesting. So, enriched macaroni, wheat flour. I can't read all this. Um... Ferrous sulfate. Oh, that's iron. Uh, Timon. Okay, vitamin B, vitamin B two, folic acid, cheese sauce, mix. So you're telling me mac and cheese is pretty healthy for me. That's yeah, what I'm you know hearing. it's not that bad. <laughs> There's no seed oils. Um, uh, we don't know it's in the cheese mix, but we're just gonna ignore that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tapioca flour. That's interesting. You know, I think my mom would, would be pretty excited about this. I might be totally lying here, but, yeah. I just, like, I eat avocados mm-hmm. at least once a day. And ingredients in avocado are avocado. There's Yeah, it's yeah. one ingredient. It's literally... Yeah. How do you eat avocado? Because I know a lot of people like the trendy thing now is, like, avocado toast. Like, yeah. that's what everyone does now. I used, I used to... This is going to sound disgusting. I used to just make guacamole mm-hmm. make my own now i just chips and sliced avocado I'm, it's actually really good i bet it is i like i like avocado and guacamole i just like i like the way it tastes yeah but you gotta i i would not recommend just eating a straight avocado and chips for other people if they don't like it yeah that's a <laughs> that would be an odd choice but it it's healthy which is important so the next segment which kind of segues into that with avocados being a healthy fat. Uh, this point is eat less fat. Fat and oils and concentrated sources of energy. Eating too much, particularly the wrong kinds of fat, like saturated and industrial trans fats, can increase the risk of heart disease and stroke. Using unsaturated vegetable oils, olive, soy, sunflower, or corn oil, rather than animal fats or oils high in saturated fats, butter, ghee, lard, coconut, or palm oil will help consume healthier fats. To avoid unhealthy weight gain, consumption of total fat should not exceed 30% of a person's overall energy. Yeah. Um, lots of uh, new evidence about saturated fats, uh, because that is animal fats, did that say? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, this thing was saying that using unsaturated vegetable oils rather than animal fats will help consume healthier fats, what this says. So it says oils like olive oil, soy oil sunflower oil and corn oil are better will help consume healthier fats better than animal oil, animal fats or oils and saturated fats yeah I, I don't think that's I, I wouldn't agree with that um, because lots of there's no evidence but seed oils like corn oil uh, and especially canola oil just they're not I don't think they're good for you uh, I don't know why I have no evidence. I wouldn't. I wouldn't tread. I would tread lightly on going on the olive oil route because yeah. olive if, oil. If we I, look across the sea, the amount of olive oil that is used in other countries is ridiculous. Yeah, I use olive oil, so olive oil I think is a good thing. Um, but canola oil, 
uh, which is look up the ingredients in margarine, like country country crock margarine. Uh, what are the ingredients? So canola oil was um, first researched as a lubricant for machines. What? Yeah. And now we use it in about everything. That was weird. Dude, I'm... <laughs> okay, this is kind of a branch off from the main topic. We'll get back to nutrition here in a sec. But there has been weird stuff going on in my apartment now for about, like, two weeks. Like, every time I go to sleep, I feel like someone's watching me. Like, I've felt like that ever since I was a little kid. Like, that's some weird little... Afraid of the big monsters in the dark, primal thing that's stuck in me. I can't get over that. Whatever. Um, but recently, stuff's just been, like, flying off. Like, for those of you, and this will be really weird for those listening, but when we were just sitting here talking about uh, margarine and that type of stuff, there was a little capsule on top of my refrigerator. Uh, it's a tube, but it was standing on the flat end, and it just got knocked off the refrigerator and nothing on it's moving. Uh, Jimmy didn't bump it. We weren't moving at all. And it just fell off of the refrigerator. And that's the that's one that Jimmy was here for. And then the other day when I was sitting in the living room doing some homework on my computer, uh, I hear a cup fall. And I'm like, okay, that like I got cats. Like that happens. Both the cats were sitting next to me. And the cup that was sitting, the Starbucks cup that was sitting up on the table was now on the ground rolling around. Dude, you got, you got some demons. In I don't house. know what, I don't think they're demons. I don't know what's going on, dude. But there is some sketch stuff. There's some sketch stuff happening for sure in, in this location. So, <laughs> sorry for that little tangent, but dude, there's been stuff happening. And it, it's just weird. But getting back to it, uh, when you told me to look up the ingredients of the country crock margarine, um, ingredients include purified water. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, soybean oil, palm kernel and palm oil, salt, uh, soy, vinegar, natural flavors, vitamin A, palmitate, Beta carotene for color and vitamin D three. Yeah, so that's not butter. <laughs> no, that's not butter. <laughs> and that is just straight um, water and oil. Yeah. So, and and uh, I can. So I work at Sam's. I, everyone knows I should. I shouldn't have said that. But at Sam's, you can buy uh, four pounds of real butter for fourteen dollars, and you can buy five pounds of margarine for six dollars, so it's just crazy to see that these these uh, which butter has saturated fats in it, and I think saturated fats aren't that bad for you, and then they 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 replace real butter with just soy oil, which is crazy, like. The fact that it's, like you were saying, but it's it's so bad that it's there's no milk or, like, dairy in there. So, I mean, yeah. it's margarine, so it's not butter. But people think of that as butter now. Yeah. Like, when you're like, hey, can you pass me the butter? 
no one's like, hey, can you pass me the margarine because it's made out of oil instead of dairy, actually. Like, no, there's no distinction. So, that's interesting. Yeah, and, I mean, you see a lot of it. So, uh, like, high fructose corn syrup is a replacement for sugar, and the reason of that is because of tariffs or import tariffs, I believe. Mm -hmm. Like, sugar is super expensive because of the tax, and so that's why you don't see it in... Uh, like Coca-Cola, I'm not, Coca-Cola might actually have sugar in it, I'm not sure, but um, a lot of, a lot of candies are high fructose corn syrup. High Uh, fructose corn syrup freaks me out, dude. Yeah. Like, the fact that we use that in cooking, and like, the fact that we ingest that at all, like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. It's so gross, and like, I wonder if you could naturally get high fructose corn syrup or if no. it has to be made. It, I guarantee it has to be produced. Yeah. How can you get something that tastes just as good as sugar from corn? <laughs> so this would be interesting. Maybe this will be something that I'll have to read. It's a, a the Dietary Guidelines for Americans put out by the government uh, for 2022 to 2025. And it says, make every bite count with dietary guidelines. By di- dietaryguidelines.gov. Hmm. So that's uh, that's interesting. But back to what we were talking about. Um, the next point that they're trying to make in the World Health Organization post on nutrition, um, the limiting of intake of sugar for healthy diet. Sugar should be less than 10% of your total energy intake, reducing even further to under 5% has additional health benefits. Choosing fresh fruits instead of sweet snacks, such as cookies, cakes, and chocolate, helps reduce consumption of sugars. Limiting intake of soft drinks, soda, and other high or other drinks high in sugars, such as fruit juice, cordials, and syrups, flavored milks, and yogurt drinks, also help reduce intake of sugars. Yeah, so, um, yeah, fruits have sugar in it, but it's natural sugar, unlike the high fructose corn syrup. So, but sugar... I believe is a drug. It gives it gives oh, yeah. you a dopamine hit just as any other drug. Uh, so yeah, I, I think my mom would definitely agree with limiting sugar intake or added sugar intake. Uh, so like a fruit has no added sugar, but it still has sugar in it. But if you look on anything that has sugar in it, yeah, it's literally added sugar. Anything that's like got anything besides natural chocolate and yeah, well, that's crazy. What else did you say about? Uh, limiting intake of soft drinks, sodas and other high drinks, fruit juices, cordials and syrups, flavored milks, and yogurt drinks. Yeah, I, I hate, I hate anything but water. Not really, but I love, I love lemonade. Um, but like, uh, Mountain Dew. Oh man, Mountain Dew is, actually I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to grab this. Go ahead, go grab one, Jim. I need to see the ingredients on Mountain Dew. Jim's going to have a can of Mountain Dew on the podcast. No, I'm not. (laughs) So, the last three times I've had a can of Mountain Dew over the past two years, the week after that, I either had COVID or I I got affected by the Mountain Dew because I was stuffy for a whole week. Like, my nose, I I couldn't breathe out of my nose. So, it was crazy to see. Um, but yeah, yep. Carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup is the first, the second ingredient. Um, 
yeah, just a ton of not a ton of ingredients. Uh, caffeine. I love caffeine. Gotta love it. I drink Bang Energy all the time, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sitting on Dude, a high throne here. <laughs> Mountain Dew's so bad for you. But go grab a 300 milligram Bang Energy. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, calcium disodium EDTA. That's interesting. Have you seen titanium dioxide? I believe is what. Skittles is getting targeted for Yes, I've heard. And it's not just Skittles. It's a couple other yeah. companies, too, that they might, like, go out of business. Yeah. Because of the stuff that they've been putting in, like... And is it, like, a... What is... I'm going to look this up. Titanium dioxide is for, like, looks. So when I first... I got those juicy drop things. Yeah. That has titanium dioxide. I was looking at the ingredients when I was super young. Um, and I told my mom, what's titanium dioxide? And I believe it's just for the color or make it shining, make it make it shine. Titanium dioxide may be a carcinogen in humans. There is no safe level of exposure to a carcinogen, so all contact can be reduced to lowest possible level. Uh, it's inorganic compound with a chemical formula. It's used in a pigment. So it is for color. Yeah, because those shine. I think I think it makes it shine better it's used in sunscreen oh it's approved by the fda but the fda is a shady organization dude yeah they I mean, yeah the fact that we let them have so much power over like and the fact that we trust them at all after all the screw-ups that they've had over the years if you want to look at oxycontin you can go back even for further to the yellow pill poppers that were there um like, there are ridiculous drugs that the FDA just pushes, and they're like, go ahead, take them, they're good. And then you find out that it's from one of their friend's companies. Yeah. And then it ruins people's lives. Yeah, the, uh, one of my, when I look at someone online and they say, eat this because it's healthy, they're doing it for two reasons. It's either because they're getting a lot of money for it, or it actually helps them. And a lot of the time, they're just getting money for it. And that's interesting is trying to differentiate between the people that are actually like, hey, if you want to be healthy and you want to live a longer life, like you need to eat these things. And the people that are like, buy this supplement because you will live 12 years longer on average as accordance to the five person study that we did with me and my brothers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, know, it's I, hard to pick through the, uh, the liars and the people telling the truth, but going back to if it. If someone's telling you to eat something that you can grow yourself, they're probably not making a lot of money from it because, uh, I mean, they're just not able to make money from it. Like, Unless you can't, they're selling you, like, seeds or their own yeah. product. Like, that's pretty straightforward advice. Grow grow vegetables if you're in, if you're capable. Yeah, like, I'm not going to be able to replicate Lucky Charms, but... I don't think so. The Lucky Charms marshmallows are the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know who created that. And what, have you seen that there's now a cereal that's just all the marshmallows? Oh, I need to get that cereal. It's, dude, it's got to be so bad for you. Your oh, teeth yeah. just got to be melting as you eat the cereal, <laughs> like straight up. You can see the, the sugar just rot away the teeth. Literally. It's got to be crazy. But the fact that titanium dioxide is in, and it, it's a chemical compound in like, uh, ice cream, uh, the super famous dressing that is like a weight loss dressing, um, this craft cheddar cheese that's in that, uh, this 
vegetable dip that I'm looking at, a queso. Like, a lot of stuff has this in it. It looks like powdered donuts. The Mr. Freshly's powdered donuts. Oh, no. That's rough, man. And it's all for color. All for color. Yeah, just, just crazy. Um, In toothpaste? Wow. That's rough. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what happens when this comes down. Yeah, that is crazy. One thing that um, my mom always says is, like, no, not one person can have the same diet. They can, but if it makes you feel, if it makes you feel good, like a McDonald's burger actually will taste really good. But the day after, how well are you going to feel? Yeah, you're not going to feel great. (laughs) And the more you eat it, the less of the bad feeling effect you get. So, like, with with the Mountain Dew... Um, you can have someone that drinks Mountain Dew all the time and they, they can drink Mountain Dew. They can drink five cans of Mountain Dew and then they can go run a mile and they'll be okay. But for me, if I do that, I'll probably I'll probably die. <laughs> so this is another kind of tangent, but I think it's funny that you brought up running because I remembered something that I saw the other day. Have you ever heard of the beer mile record? Yeah, I have. I don't know what the record is, but... I'll look up what the record is, but for people who don't know, do you want to explain what the beer mile is? Yeah, so the beer mile is, I'm not sure exactly, but you either have to drink, so it starts and you have to drink a, how much? You have to drink uh, a full beer. A full beer and run a mile. I'm not sure you have to drink it before, you, during, or you after. drink it before each lap. So you, oh. you chug a beer, run a lap, chug another one, run a lap, <laughs> chug another one, run a lap, chug another one, run a lap. Wow. I know that the record has... It's really good, I think. 428. <laughs> wait, wait. Four, oh, okay, okay. Holy cow. That's that's the beer mile world record by Corey Bellmore. That's a that's a record to have. That's yeah. a good record. <laughs> that is... In, what's what's your record time? Mine's 444. <laughs> so that this guy dude, drink four, four beers. beers. <laughs> It beat you by almost 14 seconds. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. I mean, he probably runs. He probably runs. He's got to – you got to think. If he's running a 428 with four beers in him, like what, like a 412? Yeah. I mean, how how long does it take to – can you shotgun it? And maybe he's also very good at shotgunning. I mean, he's a Canadian runner, so. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's good at chugging beers. But – yeah. I mean, one minute, yeah, give him 28 seconds to drink four beers and then run a one-minute lap. Oh, so he broke he broke this record that he, he had. So he's a three-time winner, three-time world record holder because he keeps breaking his time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So October 23rd of 2021. So it's coming up. The beer, we, we should go somewhere and watch the beer mile. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I, I, when I turn 21, I'm going to do that. Do the beer mile? Yeah, that'll be fun. I mean, I, I don't know if it's just one thing or is it all around the country. I think, it, I think it's like a nationally recognized thing. This is in menshealth.com. Oh, that's awesome. Is this article. And it's hey, the video of the dude. for a beer? You can, that's an easy trade-off. That's an equal trade-off. Oh, it's like a race. It's a competition. Yeah, it is. I think, yeah, because people start all at the same time. Dude, this is brutal. (laughs) 
I'm watching the I'm watching the video introduction for it. it this is 39 minutes. It's just people throwing up. Oh yeah. <laughs> It shows, like, the main guy, and so it starts by, they give you, essentially, it's like a water bottle without the lid on, uh-huh. and it's full of beer. So it's like a full, like, Gatorade bottle that you just down, and then as soon as you're done, you throw that, and then you go. Oh. And then you do your lap, and then you stop, and you, ch- so you do take a couple seconds to, like, is it, you have to walk until you finish. Is it a can of beer? No, it's a, it's a cup of, like, Gatorade bottle without the lid on. Cool. Wow, yeah, that's insane. Personal best for this girl is six fifty three, and they showed her in the opening credits throwing up on the second lap. <laughs> <line. laughs> Those people have uh, balls. Oh, of dude, steel. she's on crutches. <laughs> now she's on crutches, or I think she's currently on crutches. Oh, Looks I'm not like... gonna race then. Takes a toll on the body. Small price to pay for. Dude, you gotta be buzzed after that race, though. You gotta think if you don't throw up, like if somehow you don't throw up, because you're running as fast as you can with beer in your stomach. Mm. That lap, oh, dude, I don't even want to imagine that last lap going around the track just with four. So my question would be, is that if you throw up, do you not, or do you get to keep going, or do you have to? Like, are you disqualified? Does that disqualify you from the race? Actually, I think it'd probably be a good idea to disqualify because... Because then it... People just pull the trigger. Yeah, they'd pull the trigger right away and then run the whole lap. Yeah. So, a former Olympic runner tried the beer mile and explained that while burping up suds the entire way, maybe in an uncomfortable race, the point is to not run while intoxicated. (laughs) (laughs) The alcohol doesn't hit you all at once. You don't have enough time for the alcohol to make you feel drunk. You have a ton of adrenaline and a lot of cramping in your stomach. (laughs) I would imagine, dude. But that's got to be crazy. Mm. To even think about, like, doing the beer mile. Like, what has to go through your head to be like, I have an idea. (laughs) Like, let's all chug a beer and then run around this lap until we do one mile of it and see who's got the fastest time. Like, you gotta get some really bored friends together who are just, like, runners. Yeah. Like, alright, let's go. Oh, that would, that would take a heavy toll on the body. Yeah. That would, oh, stomach. It would just be a lot on the whole body. And you would have to be very mentally strong to get mm-hmm. through that race. Like, that's crazy. So the last point that the World Health Organization puts out for this uh, healthy diet list that me and Jim are discussing is to reduce your salt intake per day. Keeping your salt intake less than 5H. I don't know what 5H means. I have no idea either. Uh, per day will help prevent hypertension and reduce the risk of heart disease and stroke in adult populations. Yeah, so um, I bet my mom would agree with that, but that's like a standard for... 2000 calorie diet probably and uh salt intake so the yin yang that's the only thing i can think about like you have salt and you have water um you want a balance of those so if you eat a ton of salt just drink a ton of water or liquids and it'll balance out um but you don't want to drink too little or too much of both of them uh because you know you won't get your 
the amount of water you need. It's it's all that's what yeah. It's what makes you feel good. So mm. it's crazy to crazy to think it's it's so hard to explain and I wish I could explain it so much better. You're doing a pretty good job so far. That's good. And then the last point this thing makes is that limiting the amount of salt and high sodium condiments such as soy sauce and fish sauce while cooking uh, helps reduce salt intake. So do you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah. Let me go blow my nose. Do you have sodium? I mean, uh, uh, soy sauce anymore? I don't think so. Well, I think soy sauce has, I think, almost 900 milligrams of sodium per mil, uh, per, I need to look it up. Another thing I wanted to talk about was the microbiome. So my mom talked a lot about microbiomes and uh, that's like the ecosystem in your body. And when you, so it's, you have two different people, one who eats McDonald's every day and one who eats um, the so-called healthy diet every day and their microbiomes are gonna be completely different. Uh, so when you, so when they switch diets, both of them could become sick because their microbiome is not used to the other one. So that's why when someone is super unhealthy and they try to uh, switch instantly to a different diet, it probably won't work out for them because uh, their microbiome is not set uh, to the intake of their food. So I've heard a lot about this microbiome before, and I've heard that there are foods that you can eat that like promote the healthy bacteria in your stomach. Um, there's a specific name for those. I don't remember what they are, but does your mom talk about any of that? Yeah, so I can't think of the name either, but yogurt, uh, probiotics. Yes. Yeah, um, antibiotics and probiotics. So uh, antibiotics are a really good thing for – they're not a good thing for health, but they're a good thing to, like – Prevent illness. They've probably saved a lot of lives. For sure. Uh-huh. But with, my, with antibiotics, same thing as uh, cancer treatment, it kills the good and the bad, uh, the, the healthy bacteria and the bad bacteria. So um, if you got sick and you take, microbi- and you take antibiotics, uh, I've taken antibiotics and my mom gets me to, back when I was younger, I hate yogurt, but yogurt uh, if you look on a lot of yogurt things, it probably will say it has a ton of probiotics. We do. We have some strawberry yogurt in there. We can check it out. But I, that's one thing that I remember. It should be top right, I think. Top right. Oh, yeah. Here we go. But one of the things about probiotics that people always – or antibiotics, excuse me, that a lot of people push is that it's important – to balance that out because like you said when you take antibiotics you're literally flushing all of that bacteria out of your stomach like you're just starting fresh essentially from square one so when you do that it probably was a good thing and it's probably something that more doctors should talk about like hey while you're on these consider taking probiotics such as yogurt and other things like that that help recultivate your microbiome of your stomach and replenish those good bacteria that you lose while you're on antibiotics. Yeah. Uh, the Greek yogurt in there didn't say anything. It was the great value. Oh, rip. Yeah. But, yeah, it's also when you, like, go to different countries, uh, different different bacteria 
And so you really want to add up on the probiotics because it'll help fight the new bacteria intake that you have. I was going to say, I think that's a problem that a lot of people have when they start traveling abroad is that their microbiome isn't adept to the current bacteria that's in the food and the culture that they're experiencing now. So that's why a lot of people get sick when they travel abroad is because they're not prepared for the bacteria that they're going to encounter when they go there. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, uh, let's take a step back here. 920 milligrams of sodium is in soy sauce. Wow. Per tablespoon. Per tablespoon of soy sauce? Yeah, so you almost have a gram of a gram of sodium just a little bit bigger than a, uh, a spoonful. So don't eat soy sauce is what Jimmy's saying. <laughs> oh, it's so good, though. <laughs> Put that on the rice. Uh, <laughs> some butter. Maybe a little red pepper flakes. Mm-mm-mm. Money. <laughs> All right, so that's pretty much what the WHO has. It has some. Uh, it has a fact sheet here that we can look at about obesity and being overweight. Um, but I guess I wanted to just ask you a couple questions and hear your thoughts on what when you were growing up. Like, what did your mom constitute as like a healthy diet? Like, what what were staples? Um, she'd always make sure I hated carrots. And when we ever had carrots, I just had to eat one carrot. And they weren't the baby carrots. We got the we got the big carrots, and then she cut them up. So I had to eat a long, like, half of, half, like, six inches of carrot. And it was disgusting. <laughs> but now you don't need glasses. No, now I don't need glasses. Um, uh, she, we had candy. Like, we, we had, we had, a, we had everything. We wouldn't, like, cereal would be... Like the frosted mini wheats, which, looking back, just any cereal, even the honey nut Cheerios, I just think are all they're all bad. I think they're all bad, but um, uh, that's just a safe bet to say. Honey nut Cheerios are probably not that bad. Going back, uh, just home cooking, like uh, we went out to eat, but uh, someone I work with actually, uh, she went. She usually goes out to eat twice a day, and um, it's so hard, I mean, to feed a family. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, it's so much easier to just go out and have somebody get you a meal in literally two minutes. Yeah. And I'm sure the price, like, it's definitely worth, like, maybe an extra two or three dollars. It's way more than that now, dude. Maybe oh. back then, but, like, if you want, so... If, I, if me and Kara would go and get something, it's going to cost us, like, 20 bucks now. Wow. And that's just for like two, like if you're just getting two normal meals, like if you get a burger, fries, and a drink, and then you get another like burger, fries, drink, yeah, it's going to be like 20 bucks. Dang. Yeah, so you can definitely, it's a lot cheaper to eat. You're going to save money. Yeah. Maybe not too much now with how prices are fluctuating and stuff, but you'll definitely save some money. Yeah, and um, yeah, like I said, it's just, if I got to feed, like my mom, she... I'm surprised that she, like, made meals almost every day because she had to feed three growing boys, my dad, and then two other little kids. So, um, we, I think I'm, I'm five, five kids in the family. So it's, it's tough to, so I, I can't blame people for eating out all the time. Um, but it's definitely a good start if you want to eat healthier. And then, what else? Um, 
yeah, just incorporating like a ton of natural colors. She always would talk about that. That's why she made me eat carrots. Uh, you know, if you eat it a lot, you eventually like it. So I really like green beans for some reason. Uh, she loves applesauce. Applesauce is good. Um, just a little, a lot of little things. She did overdo it sometimes. Probably the worst thing that she's ever done to me, which I believe is child abuse. <laughs> um, so, you know what Angel's hair pasta is? Yeah. She called this devil's hair pasta. She said we should try it. And it was disgusting. I don't know why it was disgusting, but after we ate it, she's like, yeah, that was squash. It was actually squash. And she, like, showed us how she made it. And, like, squash, if you tear it apart, like, actually is all stringy. And so that's what she did. She fed us squash. And I, I, don't, I haven't forgiven her yet. Love her so much. To this but. day, Jimmy's holding the grudge <laughs> over the squash that he made her eat. That was probably the worst thing she's ever made. And that's why I hate squash. She never she never made me eat squash ever again. It's interesting that things from your childhood can either like make you love them for a long time after that, or it's like extreme adverse reaction, like yeah. no thanks. Nope. Yeah. Uh yeah, just home homemade foods is really good because it cuts out all those extra ingredients that are um like if you use like if you take if you make homemade salsa, you just get a ton of natural ingredients and you put it together and you plan on eating it soon so you don't have to put a lot of preservatives in there and that's what a lot of food is they they add a lot of preservatives a lot of chemicals to make sure it doesn't get all moldy just like the mcdonald's french fries i bet everyone's seen the video of Of the the burgers and yeah so i'm when you were talking about it all this what one thing that i was thinking about one staple of like nutritionism and like that sort of realm is it the food pyramid isn't it mm-hmm. so but isn't i've heard things recently that there's like a conspiracy behind the food pyramid that it was constructed by essentially like the companies that wanted like saturated fats like bad high processed saturated fats and like sugars and all that to be pushed and that's why it's set up the way it is is that truly like is that true or is that just something that's going around i think so i think anything that the government tells us what we should eat is just straight propaganda and it's all it's all a money make that's definitely conspiracy theory which you don't have to agree with but um at our house in nebraska city there's the book in our house that is the food plate and it it's a um there's literally a um a url in the book it's a picture of the the food plate the my plate Mm -hmm. with all the colors and on the bottom right it's like something.gov and it's just like a just a straight propaganda book and i i just don't i don't like anything that that uh like i mean you're also a uh yeah, <laughs> so anything that's get put out by the government is gonna have adverse yeah, they, they reactions shouldn't, too. They shouldn't tell us what we should be eating, so I don't. I don't like that. You should figure out if it makes you feel good, then you should eat it. If it makes you feel good, days after. I'm not saying if it makes you feel good in the moment because that's that's what sugar does. And yeah. Um. What else was I going to say? I totally lost track going down the conspiracy rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, you're talking about, yeah, the, 
the food pyramid, and mm-hmm. then now that food pyramid has switched over to the my plate. Um, yeah, it went my plate. It was my plate, and yeah. then they transitioned into the food pyramid. Oh, they did. Yeah, oh, for okay. a little while. So it was. So it was my plate back in the day. It was well. It wasn't my plate. It was the basic four. Okay. And it was dairy, meat, bread, fruits, and vegetables. I think and I then, remember that transition. And then in the and then, in the early '90s is when they started to do it. But then, like you said, in the early 2000s, uh, they they really pushed the my pyramid, which is what the USDA really pushed. And then, after being introduced and implemented starting around 2011, 2008-ish, um, they say that it's more trustworthy now, uh, but they said the problem with the old pyramid was the influence of the agro-old business, like corn dairy, had more to do with uh, how the pyramid took shape than what the actual health organization said. Uh, so, one of the examples of this uh, showed that on the food pyramid they wanted you to eat more white bread than raw vegetables. Like on the food pyramid, white bread had more of a priority in your diet than raw vegetables did. Um, and then it also didn't do a good enough job of essentially like differentiating detailed enough what you should have. Like the difference between good fats and oils and the bad ones. So there were just a bunch of problems with it. But, so, we can get to this now, and I mean, you touched on it a little bit earlier, but since I'm on this Food Myths website, uh, it's talking about this ad, the ad campaign for Drink More Milk. So, what do, you, what do you think about this? I know you touched on the vitamin D thing. Yeah, uh, I guess drinking, drinking milk is okay, um, if it's vitamin D milk. But yeah, it's, it's just... It's chemically chemically altered. So anything that's chemically altered, uh, I just I don't really like that much. Now I drink Bang Energy, so that's <laughs> definitely just chemicals. But um, as a whole, uh, I, I yeah, I don't know. I just it's almost I think it is illegal to um, sell raw milk. I think so too. And like I you said, you can give it away. I think, but I don't think you can. I think there's okay. like weird stipulations on it. Yeah. So, like I said, I've never had raw milk, so I can't say from experience. So it sounds like I, sounds like I know, sounds like I'm just lying. But, um, yeah, I'd rather drink water than milk. I actually, I haven't drinking milk besides chocolate milk in a long time. Um. I just drink water. You don't drink chocolate milk anymore? Oh, I drink chocolate milk. Oh, I thought you said you didn't drink oh, okay, chocolate yeah, milk no, anymore. I don't drink just the raw, um, not the, the white the white milk. Yeah, like skim. Yeah. Um, but yeah, chocolate milk is so good. So what was your mom's opinions and what are your opinions on like the low-carb movement of like diets? Like yeah. keto and paleo and... Um, so a carb from a pizza is not the same as a carb from... Whoa, 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 let me take a step back. Carbs do not calories. So, um, yeah, I, different diets are good and bad. Like veganism, I don't, I don't like too much because, or vegetarianism, because I love, I have like a steak every day. Steak, um, just meat in general, yeah. is like a huge staple of what has made human beings human beings. Yeah. And to try to cut that out, to me, doesn't make much sense. There, 
um, if we get to that White House thing later, we mm-hmm. can talk more about the meat. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, or like the the Impossible Burger, like that. It's made in a lab, and you can you can look at it, and I think I've seen the video. Like it's all it's all healthy ingredients in mm-hmm. there, but it's still made in the lab. And I have maybe it's better for you. Not totally sure. I don't think so because I watched this video of a guy, and he's like a guy that works with meats a lot. So he like cooks, smokes, like he does a bunch of different stuff with meat. Well, one thing he likes to do is dry age like meat that he gets. So he did this with the Impossible Burgers. So he like because they come in the patties. So he like ground it all up, put it into like a brick, put it in the into the uh, dry smoker, takes it out. Like, it's, like, rock hard. Like, literally, and he, like, cuts into it, and it's, like, crisp on the outside. And, like, the inside is just, like, a brown, like, meatloaf-looking color. It was so gross, and he's like, this tastes so disgusting. He's like, this shouldn't even be considered, like, meat or anything like that. And he's like, it's not worth putting your time into. Yeah. Um, going back to carbs, um, carbohydrates are sugars, I believe. And... Uh, so yeah, like keto is keto carbohydrate free? Low carb. Low carb. I think or it's either yeah, it's like no minimum carb. Yeah, and uh, my mom actually, the one diet that um, I would ever do is the paleo diet, but paleo diet because that's what um, it kind of mimics the back then, thousands of yeah. years ago. Um, uh, but you know the. We're learning something every day, and so we're not the same people as we were thousands of years ago. Maybe a keto diet is healthier for us, but just going back, and I'm going to say this every time, it's what makes you feel better. So if someone is just absolutely jacked, and they're running every day, and they're super healthy, and they only eat keto, and they're, they feel really good, then stick to the keto diet. Let them eat keto. But if you go to keto, and it's just killing you, and you feel tired all the time, uh, you're just sick all the time. Don't do keto. <laughs> That's a fair point. Do what makes you feel good. Yeah. Another thing. In I the wanted, healthiest way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to talk about was the the calories. So a calorie from a pizza is not the same as a calorie from like eggs, and you can definitely uh, see like you can I. I if I need if I needed to I could eat, I could eat a whole pizza, but and that has so many calories. But if I wanted to intake the same amount of calories as just like eggs, scrambled eggs, I couldn't do it. I believe it's. I don't want to say anything for sure, but it it's like, I think it's like two to four dozen eggs is the same amount as like one pizza or something. <laughs> So you would have to eat a carton of eggs almost to yeah. probably equal what you would eat a yeah. pizza. And I, I think it, it may be more, um, I don't want to overdo it to sound exaggeration, to exaggerate, but I'm going to look it up real quick. No problem. So I'm checking out this, uh, the guideline that they that the federal government put out for healthy diets. And it's following kind of this stuff that you guys are talking about. Um, limit foods and beverages higher in sugars customize and enjoy nutrient dense food and beverage choice that reflects personal preference cultural traditions and budget considerations 
And then focus on meeting food groups needed with nutrient-dense food and beverages to stay within calorie limits. Okay, here. So, um, so 588 grams of broccoli has the same amount of calories as 51 grams of gummy bears. 496 milliliters of Coca-Cola is the same as uh, 1.4 kilograms of uh, celery. So that's that's the difference between um, like why people who eat vegetables they they get they eat less because they're eating more actually. Uh, they're they're getting fuller quicker because and they're eating less calories than someone who eats uh, gummy bears all the time or a cheeseburger, 75 grams. You know, gram, I don't even know. I shouldn't even say grams. I don't these even know. No one is understanding <laughs> these, these numbers. But um, uh, so we'll do mini peppers versus a cheeseburger. A, so like one pound of a cheeseburger. I'm doing quick math here. One pound of a cheeseburger. Um, to get the same amount of calories, you'll need 10 pounds of peppers. <laughs> Eat ten pounds of peppers to make up for a cheeseburger that you ate. Yeah, so like, so you could eat, um, yeah. So it's it's, it's crazy. Uh, you could eat if you eat one pound of peppers and one pound of cheeseburger, you get only one tenth of the calorie intake from eating a bell pepper versus a cheeseburger. So that's why eating healthier, um, lots of people like vegetables because there's more stuff and more healthier stuff in there than just the calories. But one of the big arguments against like vegetarianism and veganism is that and like you said it's getting better but the protein. Yeah. Like it's not natural protein. Like mm-hmm. you're getting synthetic protein which in it's okay, but it's not as good as like the protein that you get when you eat things like meat and like natural protein like eggs. Yeah. So it's interesting, like you said, it's it's getting more accepted, but I think there are a ton of studies out there that show that, um, like, athletes that go on vegetarian or, like, vegan diets, like, their long-term performance, like, starts to decline. Yeah. Like, their body just doesn't hold up as well as it does when it has animal-based proteins, like eggs, meat, fish, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, um... Yeah, those natural proteins from animals are just the best. Uh, whey protein is good too. I, so what is like? What's whey protein? Whey is actually uh, derived from dairy products. Gotcha. So, uh, like raw milk actually has whey in it. <laughs> oh. So you, your your uh, your your pre workout milkshake could be raw raw milk, and it could have whey in it. Um, but like normal milk doesn't have whey because the process actually destroys the whey. So you're essentially supplementing what's being taken out during pasteurization. Yeah. That's interesting. So I wonder if we would have to supplement with like protein and that type of stuff as much if we drank normal milk. Yeah, I'm going to actually look up the raw milk versus um, normal milk. Like the comparisons? Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting to find out because, like you were saying, when you take out all 
of like the natural. I mean, they're essentially they're taking out like disease and stuff, and that's why yeah. Louis Pasteur did what he did Which when he created saved it. A lot of it people. did save a lot of people, but it also had a negative impact down the road as we never advanced from that. Like in that in his time, it was beneficial for then. Like that's what they needed. But now, when we're losing so much of our like nutrient dense foods for more like synthetically. Um, chemically condensed mm-hmm. and complicated foods, like it's gonna have an effect on the way that our body not only absorbs those calories and proteins, but the way that we function overall. Because there's so many studies that point to the fact that, like, what you eat directly impacts the rest of your day in so many different ways that you wouldn't even begin to realize until you break it down into like, look these nutrients that you gain from this affect this and then you can go down the line on everything that you eat for that day has an effect whether it's energy whether it's attention whether and like you were saying like there's so many different benefits of balancing it out more with fruits and vegetables and uh healthy protein versus like the calories that you can get from a cheeseburger or uh gummy bears or coke yeah and that's like you said with the it affects the rest of your day like eating cereal a lot of sugars in there and if you look on a graph the the energy you get from sugar is a very like quick graph so it goes up high and then you crash uh natural sugars like um an apple they're a little longer because it has the sugar is diluted with other ingredients such as healthy vitamins yeah it's not just straight sugar so your body goes through the process of breaking it down and consuming it yeah just that's that's why raw milk i think is better right there (laughs) holy cow so for those of you listening jimmy just showed me a uh, raw milk versus conventional milk and the difference is pretty significant um it goes down the list of the nutrients and immune factors that are uh, present in raw milk and are supposed to be in pasteurized milk, but obviously aren't because of the way the process works. Uh, But the vitamins are vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, iron, zinc, B-complex vitamins, calcium, other enzymes, immunoglobins, and whey protein. Um, So now in pasteurized milk, there's 35% reduction of vitamin A, uh, 25 to 77% reduction of vitamin C, a 14% reduction in vitamin E, 66% 66% reduction in iron, 70% reduction in zinc, 38% reduction in B-complex vitamins, 21% reduction in calcium, 100% of the enzymes in pasteurized milk are destroyed. Uh, all the immunoglobins are damaged, and all the whey protein is denatured out of the pasteurized milk, so that's not even present either. So now, in comparison to raw milk... Vitamin A, 100%. Vitamin C, 100%. Vitamin E, 100%. Iron, zinc, B-complex vitamins, calcium, enzymes, immunoglobins, and whey proteins all have 100% in raw milk. Yeah, so, I mean, that may be... There's no... Uh, Dr. Doctor Axe is the only source. Uh, I believe my mom likes Dr. Axe, though. She's, she's talked about him a couple times. But that's the only source, and, you know... Everything online you can't trust, but that's that that's just true. another picture, uh, which which makes me like raw milk more, and I've never had it. <laughs> so, 
what do you, what would you like what's a basic day of eating for you like if you were going to eat in the healthiest way that you could like if you're trying to um put forth like the best diet that you possibly could to get the best performance out of your body like what would you eat yeah so actually i've been uh so uh i have eaten a steak almost every day for the past two weeks just one probably a pound of steak i buy at sam's club uh like 14 bucks for four different steaks it's like 448 a pound uh so i eat usually just one steak a day and then i have avocado and chips um cheese and tortillas like the quesadillas with some salsa and then that's that's about it that's probably not the healthiest thing because that's very little uh very little it's like not a lot of other uh what it called diverse it's not very diverse but another thing uh i have is my mom made these she probably found it online but they're called she calls them power balls power bars um (laughs) power bars (laughs) and uh what it is is and you can take this recipe it's uh two cups of oats half a cup of honey one cup of peanut butter and then your choice on how much chocolate and it's it is i think like i don't buy granola bars anymore because that's all i eat really yeah it's so good i'm gonna have to try that i do put a ton of chocolate chips in there (laughs) but i think chocolate chips are not that bad I, i looked in the ingredient list and i think it's just it's probably water. Well, it's always. more like cocoa. Yeah, it's cocoa, sugar. Uh, I don't know if it's high fructose corn syrup sugar or just sugar, but it says sugar and then cocoa and then some some other ingredient. But yeah, that's that's a pretty simple ingredient list, and it's not the healthiest thing, but it in moderation, it's it's healthy because it's just super simple. Do you have a calorie goal in mind for your day? Because I know there's like some people say like 2,400 or like 1,800 or like 3,200 if you're bulking, 1,800 if you're cutting. Um, Do you have anything that you try to hit or like a range that you try to stay in? When I'm hungry, I eat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, if I ever wanted to like gain weight or lose weight, uh, I definitely keep track of the calorie intake, I think. Because, yeah, I bet everyone knows this, but if you want to gain weight, you need to uh, have a bigger intake of calories than you burn, and then vice versa for losing weight. So you just have less calories uh, than you less calories than you burn, so that you're going down. And that's why, uh, like the the bell pepper versus cheeseburger, uh, you can eat you can you can eat a lot of bell peppers and then still have less calories in a cheeseburger. So when you're on a diet, you can still eat a lot of food. It's just what types of food yeah, you eat. Yeah, you just got to change it up a little bit. You can't be shoveling in cheeseburgers every day, yeah. especially when you get it from McDonald's. Yeah. It's not going to be not gonna be good and healthy for you. So another question that I had before we start wrapping this up, because we've been going for a while. Yeah, hour and ten minutes. It's not bad. But... Um, one question I want to ask you, because we were talking about, like, whey protein and supplements earlier. Did your mom have anything to say about that type of thing when you were growing up? Yeah. Like, taking, like, protein supplements or, like, any other supplements? Uh, we always have whey protein at the house. 
Um, we have creatine. Uh, she likes creatine. It's not approved by the FDA, but it's not disapproved by the FDA. So. I take creatine. Yeah, so. I take creatine too. And then, um, uh, so whey is dairy-based. For those who don't want to do dairy but also have protein, collagen. Uh, she likes collagen. It's healthier. Um, I don't know uh, what it's from. It has other health benefits, but, like, your body's able to absorb it okay. better than, like, other – not better than whey, but, like, better mm-hmm. than other vegan alternatives. Yeah, and then uh, – I don't even know what this is, but she takes MCT oil, uh, and then she makes her own kombucha. Really? That's the only, like, healthy thing or, like, supplement type of thing that I think that we have at the house. What does she have? You, does she know that you drink Bang? That she, how, oh, yeah. she feel about, I, how does she feel she, about pre workouts? Oh, she 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 does not like it. Uh, not that she knows that I I don't. Uh, I mean, yeah, she doesn't like that. <laughs> not a fan of pre workouts. Yeah, I just told her I got to stay up and do some homework. I just three hundred milligrams and. You know, sometimes you need it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's definitely never she's never approved. One thing that's interesting to me, kind of going on that line of topic that we were on with, like, pre-workout, that type of stuff, something that I have been able to avoid so far, but that I've heard a lot of people talk about, and it's discussed a lot, and maybe it'll change as I grow up, but, like, people's addiction to caffeine, like, being, like, when I wake up, I need the, I need a cup of coffee to, like, get me up, like, I've never been that way, like, even when I've tried to drink coffee in the morning, I'm just, like, this is stupid. I'm stupid hyper. Like, this is not productive. And then there's the crash. And the crash is not worth, like, the high rush that you get from caffeine to yeah. I've, I've never, I've never had, like, caffeine to wake up. I've had caffeine to stay awake, but that's about it. Uh, yeah, so I've never really understood. Yeah, I think you're probably right about maybe when we grow up we'll need it. Yeah, like, maybe it's, like, a thing that, like, it's tougher to just roll out of bed in the morning because it definitely could be but for me like being 20 like i don't need that jolt of caffeine in the morning i honestly find it like detrimental like i'll take a scoop of pre-workout before i go to the gym just because i like like the tingling and the feeling of being able to lift for longer um but i try not to take that too close to like at the latest i try to take it is like five because mm-hmm. i don't like taking it too close to bedtime because I know that, like, if I have any caffeine in my system by, like, 11 o'clock, I'm screwed. Like, I'll probably be up till 1. Yeah. One one thing that's weird about caffeine is that, it's like, caffeine in coffee and caffeine in a bang energy don't seem to have the same effect. Well, they have... So, I would have bang energy, like, all the time a year ago. And then one day, it didn't affect me anymore. Uh, just because I got so used to it. And then I had a coffee, which has, like, one-third the amount of caffeine. And it gave me, like, the same effect of a Bang Energy when I first had a Bang Energy. Really? Yeah. We're not sponsored by Bang. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> not yet. We'll just... Have you seen... Their ads are crazy. They yeah. just set the they I set know the people. Can. I know people who get, like, $2,000 just for having the Bang can and the video of them doing Dang. a TikTok. Yeah. They just put it down there. And that's it. Yeah, I'll, we'll start videoing and put Bang in all of our videos. I'll be a huge Bang supporter. Speaking of Bang, there was a dude when I went to GCU. Um, on the way that we walked, 
every day to go get like food from the little grocery store down there when we were freshmen. Uh, in this one dude's window, he had like bang energy stacked up. And not just like on the bottom row, like he had his entire window top to bottom, which you think this is probably like a four foot window. It top to bottom filled with bang energy cans. Oh my like, gosh. This dude was just, and it started at the beginning of the year because we noticed, we're like, that dude's got like two or three rows of bangs. Like, he goes hard. And then, like, a couple weeks later, it's almost to the top. And we're like, dude, <laughs> what is going on? This dude's heart's going to stop. This guy hasn't slept in a week. It's going to get to a point, and it's not going to, there's going to be no more cans because the dude <laughs> died. But it never happened. He got to the top, and I just, I don't understand some people with caffeine. And maybe yeah. that's just the way that I'm wired. Like, I don't. I'm not wired the same way as other people for caffeine, but I just, I can't drink that much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is kind of crazy to see. I mean, I am that person, <laughs> or at least I used to. I don't, I really don't drink it anymore, but sometimes, uh, I'd say once a month because sometimes it just sounds so good, and then it, it usually never keeps me up anymore, I think, but like, I don't know, it's kind of crazy to... It's been like a mo- it's been months and then I think two days ago I had one and then it was right at like nine ten o'clock and I fell asleep, so it just doesn't affect. I think maybe your body memorizes. You burned yourself out. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna die early. Does caffeine affect the kidneys? I think that's how the kidney. I think the kidneys have to flush out caffeine. Yeah, so I'll be having kidney problems later in my life. So. We've been talking a lot about nutrition, but before we wrap this up, one thing I want to talk about, because it's coming up here soon, I'm getting pumped, is the Week Zero matchup between Northwestern and Nebraska in Dublin. That's going to be awesome. And one thing that I've seen, because I've started to keep up with Husker football now that it's getting a little closer, because we've talked about this before, but you can't just be in the hurricane of hope that is being a Nebraska fan in the state, like, there's just so much, I I don't, like, it's not paranoia, but it's, like, a feeling that, like, every year is the championship year. Like, we're going for the West this year. Every year we say that, and every year we get stomped by 60 by Ohio State. So I hope this year's not that year. Um, But one thing that I'm really excited about is that our defense is getting looked at by, like, around the country – um, for, like, how stacked it's going to be. Like, we have some units on not a – so we changed our defense this year. So instead of running a three front like we did last year, we're going to run a four front all the time. So we're going to have a four two. And it sounds like they – so we're also going to have this other package, which is – it's, like, almost a five two, but it's going to be, like, a four three. So we'll have four down linemen – and then the defensive line coach really likes Caleb Tanner. Do you remember him? Number two, he was a D-end. Yeah. So him and then O'Shawn Mathis, obviously the five-star that we got in the transfer portal, he'll start. And then uh, Garrett Nelson. All three of those guys he really likes. So he wants to set up a defensive package where all three of those guys are on the field at the same time. So we'll have three of, like, the top ten D-ends in the Big Ten all on the field at the same time. So – one of those guys, either Garrett Nelson will slide back to that third linebacker and play, like, off the edge, um, or Caleb Tanner will. But there's there's a lot of stuff that sounds like we're heading in a good direction this year. So August 27th, like I said, we're getting close, buddy. 
17 days away till kickoff. Almost two weeks. I'm so pumped. Cannot wait. They uh, denied my request off for that day. I have, I have all Saturdays off, which is awesome. Dude, so at work... One of the so in my department, it's we have a lot of work to do because we cover sporting goods, um, stationery, uh, celebrations, which is like party stuff, and then hardware. So because we have all those departments, like we have to do price changes in all those departments, uh, freight for all those departments, like we got a bunch of stuff to do. Well, one of the girls that's been there for like two or three years, who was like pretty much teaching me how to do the job slowly. She's transferring to another department in the store. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. We'll get a new person. Uh, so I get called into the HR office. And I'm like, all right, I haven't been doing anything, whatever. So I go in there, and she's like, hey, um, w- so we moved Brit. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And they go, well, so that means that on Saturdays, there's no one in the department, so there's no one here. So, on those Saturdays, like, would you work? And I, I, like, blink, and I'm like, you know, Saturdays are the days that I, like, specifically requested off from the beginning. Like, this wasn't an additional day that I added because I needed it for school. Like, this was something way beforehand that I set in stone that, like, that was my days off. And she's like, yeah, I know, but we can't hire someone right now for this new position, so... If you could, it'd be nice if you could work Saturdays. And I'm like, I, I don't work Saturdays. <laughs> and one of the reasons that I'm so excited that I'm putting my foot down about that is that I'm going to have every Saturday off to go watch those football games. But I'm not – I'm so she's like – she told me she's – she goes, you need to fill out a new availability sheet. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, if you would put just on like on Saturdays, you could work sometimes. That would be nice. And I'm like, okay. So she hands me it. I fill it out. And I give it to her. And I put the exact same schedule that I'm currently <laughs> working. I'm like, dude, I'm not picking up Saturdays to cover for you guys. So I'm excited to have Saturdays off. But you're right, dude. Those stingy companies, Sam's and Walmart, just come after you. They want every second of your life. Yeah. Like, give it to me. Yeah, I. It's it's crazy. And they give you nothing in return. So the good thing about this week's zero matchup is that we throttled Northwestern last year. I don't know if you remember that game. That was like the one good game that we had. I think we beat them fifty six to seven at home. <laughs> like we just whomped on them. It was bad. Like we, everyone played so good. It was awesome. So we'll have them, and then we play North Dakota. Like not not NDSU. Like just straight North Dakota, and they're trash. Um. So, and then we played Georgia Southern. Uh, we've never played them. They were really bad last year, so I'm not worried. And then uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. So, we could be going 3-0 and into this Oklahoma Sooners game, and I think we could pull off the upset this year. Like, they brought in a lot of talent in their new coach that they have. Like, he loves Oklahoma, like Scott Frost, in quotes, loves Nebraska. But... It'll be interesting because it's still Oklahoma. Like, Oklahoma is still going to be a great team. So, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. But I'm excited. Yeah, this I'm, is going to be a great year, I think. I think for the first time ever, we have, like, we have the wide receiver that we can look to and say, 
that guy's number one. Like Trey Palmer from LSU who transferred in, followed Mickey Joseph in. He's the he's the number one guy. And for a long time we haven't had like the number one guy. It was just we have this guy who's good sometimes. But in general, there was never a designated, all right, you're the number one receiver, and then you're two, you're three. And finally, we have enough receivers where it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight for those two and three spots. So it'll be interesting to see what goes on, and I hope we can keep injuries out of this season because that's plagued us forever. But our O-line doesn't sound like they're going to be as bad as everyone's expecting. It sounds like Teddy Prohaska who played one of the tackles last year, stepped in as a true freshman, played really well. Uh, he's going to be full-time. He's back from his injury, so he's going to be full-time starting. And then we brought in Ezra Miller, who was a starting guard. At, or I don't know if he was starting, but he was getting minutes in Iowa. So he now plays for us. So we'll be a little better off than initially anticipated. But we got Casey Thompson, who's still rocking that starting spot for now. And it sounds, one of the big problems with him is how short he is. Apparently he has trouble seeing over O-lines because he's so short, like relative to like a quarterback. But it'll be interesting to see what's going on. Yeah, it's, I think the main problem last year, and I'm not like a analysis for sports, but it was the O-line. For sure. Like anyone who, you don't even have to be a football fan to even know that, like, you could be like, hey, the dudes that are supposed to block for him did not block for him and he got hurt, so... It came down to that that fact is that our defense was good. It held um, four of the top ten teams in the country to under four touchdowns a game. Yeah, that's yeah, that was good. That's was crazy. Pretty, like we haven't good. had we haven't had a defense <laughs> like that in a long time. So to have a defense play that well against like that tough of a team that it's it's good to see. Um, and finally, we. We miss Oklahoma or Ohio State on our schedule, so we don't have to play them anymore. <laughs> but going down the stretch, we have after the Sooners game, we got Rutgers, who Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois, Iowa. It's a good lineup. Good it lineup is, as usual. It is a good lineup, and I hope we can come out this year and win our Week Zero matchup because last year when we lost to Illinois in the first game, that was rough. Yeah, I don't think Scott Frost has actually ever won his first game. I don't think so either. Year. And I think this is going to be a huge year for Scott Frost because if he doesn't do something, I think Mickey Joseph's going to take over. It's going to be sad, though. Like, if, if we... If, if, I'm going to say good riddance. You, yeah. you came in as, like, <laughs> with the highest of high hopes and the support of every single person in the entire state, and you... Ruined it. You <laughs> ruined it. You, you ruined it. You're ruining it. But we'll see. He still has a chance to save his legacy, but, you know, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I think that's a good place for us to kind of wrap up our show for today, Jim. Yeah, I think so. Um, one thing, if, if anyone ever has any dietary questions, uh, just let me know. I mean, I don't know how if anyone doesn't know us. How they're gonna contact me? Leave a leave a comment or something. Leave a review. But, we'll we'll look at them. Yeah, I'm always I always love talking, and then if I don't know, I'll just say I'll just ask my mom real quick, and then she'll tell me, and then I'll tell them. So, quick chain of communication there on nutrition. So yep. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, as always, leave reviews and let us know if you guys 
are still liking the show, if you guys have any comments on what we should talk about. I know we mentioned last time maybe trying to set up a YouTube video or something later on down the line. Um, if that'd be something you guys are interested in, just let us know and we'll look into it. But thanks for watching and hope you guys enjoy the episode.